Thank you for joining me today on Good News with Twanda Black, where we're discovering some of the most inspiring trials to triumph stories and empowerment moments. Call up a friend and let them know it's time for some good news. Hello and welcome to Good News with Twanda Black. I am your host. We interview folks from all walks of life from around the world. And I hope that you'll enjoy this interview today. Introducing to you, Sophia Burns. She is a newly elected president, I think since last year, year before last, of the National Council of Negro Women. We are the Greater Atlanta chapter or the section. And, um, you know, you had to come in on the ground running, right? And in the middle of a pandemic on top of that. Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much, Tawana, for having me. Uh, yes, I was elected in the midst of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Tell yeah. us a little bit of history. A lot of people have heard a little bit about it. They know, you know, bits and pieces. But give us the history of the National Council of Negro Women. Absolutely. Um I just want to extend greetings from the Greater Atlanta section. And the National Council of Negro Women started back in 1935, um, who was the founder. It was the great Dorothy, I'm sorry, um, Mary McLeod Bethune. You want to start over? I do. (laughs) 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 I just love my sister because I'm like, okay. You're like, you're like, wait a minute. Uh, that's not like you. So let, let's just start over. Usa, take a deep breath. <laughs> you look so pretty this morning. All right. We're going to start over. Okay. All right. And welcome my guest, Sophia Burns. She is the president of the Greater Atlanta section of the National Council of Negro Women. And uh, you were elected in the middle of a pandemic, right? Yes, I was. <laughs> historic, historic. Um, so look, um, give us the history of the National Council of Negro Women. A lot of people know like bits and pieces where it started from or who was involved and it, it has evolved quite a bit. However, tell us about the beginnings. Absolutely. The National Council of Negro Women was founded back in 1935 by Dr. Mary McLeod Bethune, um, who was a big advocate for the community. She established this organization and said we're an organization of organizations. And our mission is to lead, advocate, and empower African-American women to sit their families and their communities. Um, she was a fabulous leader uh, back in that time. Of course, she started and was the founder of Mary uh, Bethune Cookman College uh, down in Daytona, in my home state. And uh, it's a beautiful campus. If, if and, and nobody's ever seen it, it's a beautiful campus. Um, so, talk about some. You know, I think that it. Some of it is the same and some of it is different, even from 1935 to 2021. So talk about that for a moment. 
Absolutely. Some of, uh, of the initiatives, national initiatives, is economic empowerment and entrepreneurship, which is really major in this season and this time. Um, we talk on our STEM program for our youth, preparing our youth for the future, preparing them in those areas of science, technology, and mathematics to kind of equip them, um, help e equality. We all know that there are some issues with our health, especially Absolutely. in our community, and that's our focus. Right now, we are still focusing on that, and of course, public policy. Mm -hmm. You know, right now, with Georgia turning blue, we're taking the Senate. You know, we have who we would like to have in the White House, even though National Council is nonpartisan. Those of us that are not love to see a change, which is leading toward the mission of what Mayor McLeod Bethune wanted to do, make a change in our community. Absolutely, absolutely. And and talk about the, uh, the fact that there is a college section where we have these young women who are just phenomenal. Absolutely. The National Council has um, over, I know in Georgia, more than 12 collegiate sections at the colleges. One of Georgia State's Spelman College, where the president of our national, of the national level right now is Dr. Janetta Cole. Yes. Um, who is an amazing leader, an amazing woman. And obviously she is the standard of what Dr. Mary McLeod Bethune shared. So we have collegiates. And once the collegiates graduate, we encourage them to come into our sections, our community mm -hmm. sections. Mm -hmm. And so that is a big focus of Dr. Cole, keeping us informed, engaged, so that we can continue to do the mission. She is such a sweet spirit. She's calm. She's, I, I love her. Yeah. <laughs> I love her spirit. She just, she does it for me, I'll tell you. Um, so for the for the college uh, young ladies, they are actually hitting the ground campus wise, really uh, trying to bring the other young ladies up and and show them, you know, a kind of a different kind of leadership, I believe. Absolutely. Uh, we have several collegians that we support. One is the Georgia State, one is Kennesaw. Um, we also work in collaboration with the CAB with Spelman, and it's just empowering them to be our next level leaders, you know, by being examples of who Mary McLeod Bethune and Dr. Dorothy Heights was so that they can train the next uh, generation. That's true. Speaking of Dorothy Heights, um, everybody loves the hat lady. You know, they may not even know where that comes from, but she was, you know, epic for her chapeaus. Yes. <laughs> she was such a, a powerhouse in her time. She served as the longest national pa uh, president of the National Council of Negro, National Council of Negro Women, 49 years. Wow. Impacting civically uh, in the community. Um, recently, I had the Nation of Islam member come to me and say that she was considered the mother of the Mega Man March, you know, because uh, they went to her and shared with her because they wanted to incorporate women. So she was a true trailblazer for the National Council and our community. She certainly was, I'll tell you, and she set the groundwork. Talk about uh, membership 
for uh, our, our group because I am a member of Greater Atlanta. So talk about membership. And in, within Georgia, we have a, quite a few sections. Absolutely. We have 11 sections in Georgia. Uh, the national level has an initiative right now campaign called the REACH campaign. And the REACH campaign is restoring, bringing back people back to mm-hmm. the sections, empowering them, um, advocating, speaking and supporting our communities, committing, making a pledge to the section so that we can be impactful in our communities and honoring, paying homage to those who came prior to us. So you are more than welcome to join any of the 11 sections of the organization. And you can also visit ncnw.org and that's our national and join at that level and always select a section. If you would like to join the greater We would be honored to have you. And that is the www.greateratlantanc.org. So, Sophia, let's talk about Greater Atlanta. I mean, we can talk about what we know about the other sections, but we know this section. So talk about some of the things that we are championing. And also, first of all, talk about how we got through 2020, uh, how we served even in a pandemic. I want to be very honest. Um, The focus for the section, as you shared, I became the president in the midst of the section. I think it was May or June of 2020. Mm -hmm. And um, we usually are out July and August. But what we did, we did some strategy. It was more supporting our members. Our members experienced great loss. Yeah. Yeah. And it was very difficult to kind of focus. So our focus was concerned about our members. How are you doing? How's it going? We were very limited to do what we normally would do because of the pandemic and the stipulations and the loss. Mm-hmm. We were able though to do um, a holiday drive-by trunk party with our partner, Carrie Still Pitts in December, where we provided uh, gifts, gift cards to the residents there. That's the foster home here in Atlanta. And we were able to provide one of the students that was aging out yeah. everything she needed. You know, a whole house full of stuff. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah, know, everything. Such a blessing. We we dressed up in our holiday t-shirts and of course our mask, and we were able to take care of that. We most recently um, participated with our decab section, a STEM program virtually with students with little um, with little um, inventions and projects with them, which was great. And just recently, because we weren't able to have our signature fundraisers, we did a fundraiser this past month and raised over $3,000 that will benefit our STEM program and our soon-to-be youth section that we will be launching. So talk about that youth section for a moment. Yes, ma'am. So we, uh, the National Council has, there are different levels of membership. Of course, there is the general membership. There's a life member who pays annually. There is a legacy life that pays a dollar, just more support. We have associate membership, that is our men, and we have youth membership and youth sections. We're going to be launching our youth section this year um, 
And that's providing resources for our youth, preparing our youth. You're looking at from the ages of 12 and 18, allowing the women of the section and the community to to get around our youth and start empowering. We're, we're still in a virtual place, so we are gonna be planning very soon some um, virtual events once we get it launched. That's wonderful. Um, we have to start earlier and earlier with where we are right now if we are to produce you know, great young men and women uh, for our society who care about the community. So mm -hmm. it, it's the perfect thing to do. Um, we also, well, some of our other signature events, uh, we've had the Derby, uh, our Christmas event. I mean, we do so much throughout the year. We do, uh, yes. Two of our signature is, like you shared, our Triple Derby that uh, we have every year. We are planning for 2022. So All we're right. gonna early invite you all. Just continue to look at our website and our social media for upcoming events. We normally have our gala, which also benefits our STEM program. But right now we are looking at the section possibly postponing to 2022 mm -hmm. and looking at some other efforts. One thing that I did ask of the body of the Greater Atlanta section of what are some impacting things that we can do this year. We want to, um, and anybody that has any ideas, please email them to us. We want to be able to provide for families because in a minute, this moratorium, um, we're gonna, a lot of people are gonna be losing their homes. Yeah. A lot of children are gonna be needing food. They're gonna be needing uh, all kind of resources. And so we wanna be a part of the solution and the help agent of those issues. So that's what we're working on now from here to the end of the year. Okay. Um, you know, and you know, anybody that wants to donate, you can help us in these efforts because it's gonna be so important and you're exactly right. Um, folks are already losing their homes. Um, kids are already hungry because they didn't have school to go to and be able to get meals every day. So there, there are just so many things going on. And, and you know, I have to say that uh, something that's just touched me in the last week is the suicide rate of our young people. Um, <sighs> It's just breaking my heart because you think about the moms and the dads, but also the pain that those children have been in, um, you know, to even think, I just don't want to be here anymore, you know? That is so heartfelt and so absolutely true. That is um, one of the things that you're going to be talking about very soon is um, virtual check-ins. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, what that looks like, not quite sure, but we need to check in on our community. We yeah. need a voice and an ear. You know, we'll speak on behalf of our community, but a lot of times our community just need an ear. Mm -hmm. I think that's our children. Sometimes mm -hmm. they just need an ear. They need someone to see them and hear them. You know, and it's important that, you know, I have nephews, my daughter's friends and a lot of friends, and I'm kind of a kid at heart. So it's almost like, you know, you listen to them, but you listen to them. Listen, that's right. On what they're saying and what they're doing, you know, and it's, it's, it's a cute little story. I was keeping my, my cousin's kids and they're like seven, eight, nine, and five. <laughs> and they got into something and um, 
it was just curtains came down and this happened and that happened. And uh, I, I came in there and I was like, what happened? You know, and they were like terrified, like, oh my goodness, we're about to get it. So I allowed them to explain what happened. I allowed them to share. And then instantly, it wasn't a yelling. I just said, you know, next time, let me know. Next time, don't do it over here, do it over there. You know, it just takes a little bit of listening and they all look like, oh my goodness, we didn't get turned down, you know? Right, right, right. <laughs> and, the, and the youngest son came up to me and said, I love you. Because <laughs> even though what they were doing was not favorable, I took an ear to it, I listened and I made it a lesson. Yeah. And I think that's what our children need. They need our love. They need our nurturing. Mm-hmm. Society in the world is just giving them more than we've ever got. I'm telling you. And they mm-hmm. need our support. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know, um, I've been talking about this for the last week or two. And also just knowing um, that they're okay in the skin that they're in. And, and teaching them values and about who they are, being them off, being their authentic selves, even at a tiny age, just being okay with who they are and not necessarily what the media is showing them that they should be or TikTok or whatever, whatever social media they're on, they should not be on those things at an early age because they don't even know who they are, you know? Um, so it's just been very disconcerting um, at, at best right now. And you know, you just hit on something. They don't know who they are. And I'm constantly sharing with people that we sometimes have an identity crisis and yes. we just find out who we are. So we say, oh, I want to be like him. Mm-hmm. So start emulating that person without seeing who you are within. Mm-hmm. And when you accept them for who they are, and as a believer, you just love them. You just love on them. And if you see that there needs to be correction, you do it in a way that is not tearing you down, but Mm -hmm. encouraging you to be a better person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things that I am looking as a section that we will do, we we, uh, gained our first associate member of the section. All right. The Reverend Dr. Gerald L. Durley. Okay. I love him. He's so sweet. (laughs) Yes. He, um, of course, is the pastor emeritus of Providence Baptist Church. He just took on, uh, he's intimate pastor at West Hunter Missionary Baptist Church. And such an amazing person and a psychology at heart. And one of the Mm -hmm. things that um, we're looking to do is that as we bring in more male members, we want to establish a male mentoring. For young boys, like we're here for our young girls, our teens, but we can't leave our boys out because they're very essential to our history, our future. And so we're looking forward to that. You know, um, I know Dr. Cole's heart is that we embrace our young people for they are future. And I am in line with that. Yeah, yeah. Just a, a wonderful, wonderful organization. And like you said, it's the organization of organizations. So we have sisterhoods all over the place. Uh, women belong to different sororities and different groups mm-hmm. and all of that. And it is truly a sisterhood, um, just a great place, a great positive place mm-hmm. uh, to be for women. I mean, we have young women, we have older women, we, everything in between. And uh, we all try to support each other as best we can. So again, tell folks 
how they can become members. Absolutely. If you would like to become a member of the Greater Atlanta section, you visit us online at www.greateratlantaNCNW.org or you can go to our national site, which is www.ncnw.org. All right, Sophia Burns, she is the president of the illustrious Greater Atlanta section of the National Council of Negro Women. And um, we are loving you and loving everything about this organization. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing. Thank you for having me, I love you too. Well, that's going to do it for this uh, segment of Good News. I'm Twanda Black, your host. Thank you so much for joining me. To be a guest on our show, please reach out to me at twandablack at thepgnetwork.org. That's or goodnews at thepgnetwork.org. Thank you so much for joining us for today, and I'll see you next time. God bless. <music>